Welcome to the English world. Have you ever thought of the relationship between an architect and an engineer as a bit like a marriage? And the building that is produced from this union a bit like a baby? Well, in this episode, my co-host Owen talks to his sister about this, about other aspects of working part-time as a mother of two children, and the differences in work-life balance between the US and the UK. Welcome to The English Waffle, a podcast for English learners looking to improve their listening skills, listening to real conversations. Back at the end for some more waffle chat, but in the meantime, enjoy this episode of The English Waffle. Welcome to The English Waffle, where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough. That listening to The Waffle is an entertaining way. Of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in. For ten whole earthen minutes of English listening. Good morning. Um, I've got uh, another guest here for you today here on the English Waffle, um, and it's my sister Laura again. Um, she is over from the US. And um, through the magic of um, editing, we managed to get her back. Uh, <laughs> uh, good morning, Laura. Thanks for coming in. Hello. You, you went a bit high pitched there. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Oh. Very squeaky. Oh, all right. Um, uh, so today we're going to talk about um, work-life balance, which I understand is not the, the correct term anymore. But just to give just to give a bit of background, just so. People understand why 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 you're a good person to to discuss this topic. Laura has um, uh, started a family. Well, she started a family quite a few years ago now. She's got two children. Uh, she's relocated to another country um, and has managed to keep a career as a structural engineer going all this time. Going. So <laughs> maybe you could tell us how, how have you done Wonder, that? Wonderful how? way to describe it. So <laughs> the, the, the thing that I keep hearing about work-life balance is that it implies that A, there is this perfect equilibrium to be had, um, which frankly is the pursuit of the impossible. And it, it also, it, it's this suggestion that work is not part of your life and not something that's really important to you. It's, just, it's something that you you need to fit in and, and then your life is outside of it. Right. So um, I've not heard a good alternative description for the concept, but really the, the thing is that, that there are a certain number of hours in the day and um, you you need to choose how to use them. Okay, I mean, uh, I haven't heard anybody uh, taking issue with the, the idea of having a balance, mainly because I think that wasn't wasn't the balance too far the other way in, in the past. The, the the idea of having a balance is that people now remembering, well, yeah, it's great to have a, a career yeah. and a job, and obviously it's really important, um, but you can't forget about your family life. It's more about yeah. having flexible working arrangements that that work for for both right but but recognizing that work is a part of your life and to to many of us it's it's actually a very very important thing i i took a, a year out for each of the kids and by the end of that year in both cases i was um desperate to get back from to work not because i don't love spending time with them um but just just because there's another part of me which i needed to be 
using. Right, right. Um, as you said, I'm a structural engineer, and that's it. That's not the kind of thing that it's easy to put down and pick up. We're we're in a kind of a a digital revolution at the moment, and um, it's it's very fast paced. There are there are new skills to acquire, new softwares and technologies to learn about every day. Okay, but, but perhaps and perhaps, a big gap perhaps you you could just tell us what what does a structural engineer do? <laughs> uh, I'm sure there may be people out there who aren't really clear on that. Okay, um, I know something to do with buildings. If you're if you work in building structures, yes, oh, okay. it could equally be right. applied to bridges or civil infrastructure projects. Okay, but because your your company, the company you work for, is um, has something to do with architecture and, and my and company does everything. I oh, does I oh. work in a buildings group. We oh, have okay. I. I'm amazed daily by the number of different disciplines. What's your What's your role in all of this? If, if we're thinking about how a building actually gets built, what What do you do? I make it stand up. Actually, I think you explained to me once. You said that um, essentially the architects are the kind of the creatives who come up with the ideas for buildings, and then you have to try and make them stand up. Very very often because they come up with these ridiculous. Uh, no, they're no. Ideas, no. So right? our arch architects are very much generalists um, they they coordinate the whole process and and it's not just about the aesthetic they need to make spaces that function they need to understand what the people using mm. the space need right. and um, and then all the layers of of other bits of building they need to bring together the mechanical services all of the IT the structure the finishes, what you actually see of the building. Right, right. So theirs is, is quite a, a broad role, right, actually. Right. Um, but the the architect structural engineer relationship, and it is a relationship, it's not just that they it's hand not, us not, something not. that's completed and we then right. draw a skeleton onto it. Right, okay. You're not, it's, you're not, you're not, it's not a competition. No. Right. You're not, you're not on, on opposite teams. You're trying no, to work together. It's an, it's an iterative collaborative yeah. process. A bit, a bit like a marriage, I suppose. Right. So you, you have your, you have your ups and downs, and you know your arguments. And, you have your, your and incredibly end, demanding and spouse, in, and in the end, uh, you have a baby, right? Which is the building. Is that a good metaphor for how the, how the process works? It's not incorrect. I find it slightly disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so anyway, um, it. Yeah, it it means it's it's quite it's quite a demanding relationship. There are right. lots of people right. to to be dealing with at any given moment, right. which um, well, has made some of my flexible working arrangements a bit. That's what I was going to say. Challenging. Kind of, kind of takes us back to work life balance. So in the in the UK, in my in my team here, it wasn't just the women. Actually, my company offers three months fully paid paternity leave. So there were a whole load of guys on my team. Right. That went off for three months and right. then actually we're also working part time. Yeah. Yeah. I think at, at my level, there were more of us working on a part time basis than full time. Right. Right. And that made it a lot easier yeah. to to kind of say, look, we're we're working on things as a team. Yeah. 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 Um, you don't necessarily have sole responsibility for something. Um, so if people are in and out of the office, it's not too much of a challenge and it's it's established right that that that's something that people do yeah, and they yeah. prioritize other which, parts of their life which is great isn't it i mean i think i think um but you i think your company's particularly advanced in many areas right as a, as a company yeah, yeah. and and 
really thinks quite a, quite a lot about giving their employees quality of life. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trust owned, so we're, we're owned by the employees. Oh, right. Which okay. means there are no oh, shareholders to report to. Oh, wow. Um, and that gives a lot more freedom. So that obviously contributes to the idea, well, if this is your company, you are committed, obviously, but on, on uh, at the same time, then there is an incentive to try to create that work-life balance mm. that, that people people need really to, to be to be good professionals to, to be good workers yeah there are subtle differences though and you still have to exist within the the cult the work culture of the country the, you're operating well, and, in. and the global economy yes yeah so so the um the us is is a little less benevolent um in terms of leave and um it's it's less familiar that people mm. would work part-time so oh, it's oh, been okay. it's been despite the fact that I've been working four days over there, yeah. it's it's yeah. a bit more of an uphill battle. Okay. Um, yeah, and we won't mention holidays either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you've been in a company for long enough, it's not too bad. I feel I feel terrible for for some of our yeah. graduates well, in, well, of, in well, the states. Well, of course, the, the Americans are notorious for not really having very many holidays. Right? And well, they don't take them. They don't take them. No, well. so, no. There are people in the team that get like two maybe three weeks a year and 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 still manage to okay, rack up wow. a massive holiday balance and lose it because so, it you you can only accrue a certain amount of time okay before you just don't accrue anymore so does that mean the work-life balance in the u.s has yet to um establish itself that, you know people are not really thinking about it too much i think people people are far less likely to find a, an acceptable middle ground. Most of the most of the mothers that I know, either, you know, the best case is they have six months off, and then they go back full time, or they just work, the the stay at home, don't work, or um, yeah. work on a kind of a casual basis. Right. There are some people I know that have their own business, which means they can set their own hours, or somehow work remotely and take care of their children at the same time. Which must, I, must be a bit of a fantasy. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how that one works. <laughs> okay, well, just last come, last word on, on um, do you feel like you are getting a good work-life balance at the moment? Reasonably, I'm exhausted, yeah. but it seems to be okay. <laughs> yeah, the, ba- the balance is basically that you, you do everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, on, on that note, thanks for coming in, Laura. We've, we've come to the end of our more or less 10 minutes and um, um, thanks for an interesting discussion about uh, your own take on work-life balance and how it, how it works in, in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks a lot. Okay. Cheers. Uh, see, see you next time on The English Waffle. Welcome to The English Waffle. Well that was Laura telling us how she strikes the balance between working, getting job satisfaction and bringing up her young family. Does this resonate with any of you in podcast land? We'd love to hear from you what the maternity or paternity leave, in other words, the holiday that you get when you become a parent. How much do you get in your country? We'd love to hear from you how your employers are if, with regards to childcare and, and, all, and, and work-life balance and, and anything around this subject. How much of this episode did you understand? 60, 70, 80% or perhaps a lot less than that, 20, 
Either way, you can use the transcript of this episode to help make sense of what you did and what you didn't understand. And remember that just a little bit of practice of listening to English every week, or every day even if possible, will help improve your English. Happy waffling! Welcome to the English Waffle, where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough. That listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in. For ten whole earth in minutes of English listening.